that's horrible. That's true. So strange. Usually. I can't imagine what that's like. Do you want to? That could never happen to me. It might. Lock him away. He's pure evil. Or insane. Or human. My name's Kate. I have worked as a forensic psychologist, as well as in prisons and as a crisis clinician. My job was to figure out who gets locked up and who gets a key to find the humanity in inhumane situations. So, are you sure you really want to know? Yeah. Maybe. Because by the end of the episodes, you just might end up thinking... I felt better before I knew that. You can find me at IWB Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, sometimes Instagram, or you can email me at IWBpodcast at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Haunted Heart Podcast, where for the next 60 to 70 minutes, I will try to hit my fucking mic as many times as I fucking possibly can. I just uh, blame it on your breasts. I feel like they just are in the way and they They just just hit them constantly. They independently just fucking reach out and smack the mic. Yeah. No, it's my wild gesticulating. Is that the right word? What does that mean? What is I think, gesticulating? I, okay, I could be wrong. It seems really close to gesturing, so it seems kind of like useless to have a word that sounds so similar to gesturing that is not. But I'm pretty sure it means like big, huge hand motions because I get really excited when I'm telling my story and then I just smack the fuck out of the mic and out of my pop filter and all my shit. What's just, funny, though, is, is that you always look at me when I do that because I do the same and you always give me that I look know, like, right? I Kenny, so, Kenny, no. you better, no, Kenny, what are you doing? I fucking internalize that for myself, too, though. Like, every time I hit the mic when we're recording, I'm just like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> let me tell you what, you never really notice it until you go to edit. For real, you're like, nah, no, I kind of, I sort of know now, like every now and then I'll, I'll move, I'll go to make a move and I'll hit my mic and I'll be like, God damn it. I'm Wednesday fucking morning. I'm going to hear that and I'm going to want to die. So anyway, I haven't managed to do it yet this episode, but I'm sure it'll be there. Just let me know. (laughs) So anyway. We have a very special episode. We do coming, uh, this evening. We do, but before we get into that, I'm I'm just so excited. We have to get into that good good pod light. Pod light. So at the top of the episode, you heard you should have heard uh, from our friend Kate at the Ignorance Was Bliss podcast. Mm-hmm. I personally, so this is a little, I know we usually do pod lights for shows that are in the like true crime sort of genre or like the paranormal or like that sort of thing. And I know that you guys are all about that, but this, I really encourage you to check this podcast out. I personally love it. Um, I, it's, 
she deals more with mental health issues um, and everything that kind of goes with that. So everything that's kind of like mental health adjacent. And I really like her perspective on things. She's not like an issue that I have with like stuff that's in that realm is that sometimes people can be a little like, I don't know. I feel like they gloss over some of the ugly parts, you know? Right. Or they just like fixate on the ugly parts and that's all, you know? But I feel like she does a really good job of just being a fucking straight shooter. And it's kind of, we agree on a lot of things. Like she has this really interesting and compelling episode about Alcoholics Anonymous. And this is no shade to anybody who has strong feelings for Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, But she has some kind of controversial views on it. Um, and that it may not necessarily be the best way because it, you know, I'll let you listen to the episode, but uh, I really encourage you to check her out. She drops episodes whenever the fuck she wants to because she's Kate <laughs> and she does what she wants. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah, right? Um, but she, sometimes I feel like we, I would love it if we could do that, but then we would never fucking drop any episodes. Honey, we, we've got to we stay literally... on a schedule. We have to stay on a schedule. We need schedules. We need deadlines. We need... We would fucking literally yeah. just sit in our underwear and watch Glimzilla or whatever that show is called that you just showed to me. Uh, what is it called? Glam Masters. Glam Masters. It's a good Glam show. Glam Masters. Yeah. It's a uh, pretty cool show uh, about people who do makeup and they go through. Ch- it's like Project Runway, but for makeup. Okay. They're not paying us. So that's that's it what? for them. I'm just suggesting it. <laughs> These are our friends and our people and they want to know what we're watching. So We are not sponsored by Glam Masters, but Glam Masters, if you want it. Leave a... Honey. What, what do you say? What do you say, Katie? Leave the coin on, on the, the dresser. Oh, I thought you were asking me what do I say that we'll have it hot and ready for you like Little Caesars girl. Well, that too. Yeah. So anyway. But that segues into. Ignorance was bliss. Go listen oh. to it. Kate is lovely and she's <laughs> fabulous and her podcast is doing really important things. And on with this bullshit. <laughs> We're not. <laughs> right. No. Um, the other thing that you should check out. What I've been trying to segue into awkwardly for the past like, I don't get the segue, seconds. but uh, is it Little Shop We were talking about time? Glam Masters. Oh, motherfucker. I stomped You're all over that dumbass. segue. Shit, I'm so stupid. No, our Little Shop of Horror today is Rebel Rouge Labs. Yay. I don't um, get the segue. Yeah, I don't. We're we're fucking plugging a makeup come like shop today. And I didn't get it. Um it's fine. You know, it's been a long week and it's only the beginning. Oh yes. So, um Rebel Rouge Labs is phenomenal. Um we sort of recently, like in the past couple months, um have stumbled across their page and they're phenom. Uh, they are getting ready to drop a shitload. It's obviously independently owned, uh, female owned, by the way. Very um, important. Absolutely. Uh, and they're getting ready to drop a shitload of new product and it looks fucking amazing. I have never been like a hardcore makeup girl, but I'm trying to get into it because I feel like I should be an adult and know how to at least make myself look moderately attractive sometimes 
She says, sitting across from Kenny with not a stitch of makeup on her fucking face. It's okay. You did a lash set one time, and you're you're doing, and you've I've got a nail a lash on multiple times. Yes, you, I do manage got a nail to on. fucking keep a nail on at all times now. Progress, um, small steps. Anywho, um, they're going to drop a shitload of new product in September, um, and one of the things I'm most excited about is the Gamma Ray palette. It is this fucking amazing looking rainbow palette, and the pigment that is in these colors is fucking incredible. I hope that all of you, the palette looks amazing. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to wear it. I have no fucking skill, so I hope that you guys are prepared for me to look like a clown because I'm straight up about to put every single one of these colors on my face because it looks incredible, and I just want to live my rainbow bright lifestyle and be free. Yeah, and what's really cool about them is that, yes, they're independently owned, but they have such, like... Like, it's rare that you see brands like this have things like setting sprays and stuff. So She, she literally thinks like, of everything. Right. And the setting spray is really, really good, and it smells super good. Um, the other thing is um, she's about to launch this really cool um, what highlighter. Yeah, a highlighter? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm struggling. She's about to launch this um, launch. She's about to launch. <laughs> launch. One about of these days, many lounge. years into the future, we're just going to have a haunted heart dictionary of a just fucking fucked up words that we've. Girl, you want me to meet up. you for launch today? <laughs> no. Meet for launch. Um, no, there is liquid highlighter that looks amazing and super bright and unicorn gorgeous and then there's also this really cool fusion blush that looks like the fucking planet mars if mars was purple yeah it's like a blush bronzer highlighter all yeah in one, which is i'm into cool. it i'm fucking into it so i could go on and on about about Rebel Rouge Labs, but you should check them out for yourself. Uh, on Instagram, it's at Rebel Rouge Labs. Check it out now. Yes. So, what are we talking about today? Well, I was going to let you tell them since you were so fun excited about it. I just hit my mic. Did you hear it? Did I didn't hear, hear it. it. I, I didn't hear it. Maybe you should move filter. the fucking... You have it situated so awkwardly. No wonder you hit no, it. The damn thing I'm, is right up against your fucking tit. I don't like look. One. Do you I see don't how like, mine is? Mine okay. goes away from me. Look, I don't like leaning into the mic. I need it to be right here. Right. And You're I like also speaking like to off be to one the side. The, yes. Sometimes I have problems with pointing my face in a different direction than the mic, and it's fine. I just like to be one with my material and my equipment. So you like to talk, so you like to be away from it. I like to have it touching me physically, but also speak away from it. All right. <laughs> Great. So. Everybody's like, God, they're tearing each other apart. Really it's getting are. to them. <laughs> the success is tearing them up. The, oh, the God. marginal success oh, God. is just destroying them. <laughs> The marginal success. No, it's fucking fine. We always bitter. No, this is how we are like uh, just on an everyday basis, though. So, it's true. For the most part. Uh, yes, so we have a very special episode. This is our... Fuck all them other basic episodes. 
<laughs> that you've been listening to, girl. What are those? All of our other episodes. What are those? Been. What are those? I don't know. What episode? This mm. is episode one. One and only. No. <laughs> it's kind of like our birthday week. So. It's kind of like? No, it is. Well. This is like the birthday episode. Except since it's the haunted heart. It's the Death Day episode. The Death Day episode! We've been excited about this forever. Not forever. For like two months. And then the other day in the Facebook group, somebody, and I don't think I remember who, sorry, um, but somebody posted um, on Kenny's, like, it was Kenny's birthday and everybody was wishing him happy birthday. And somebody posted like a happy death day like image. And I was like, oh, how interesting. Very interesting. So whoever that was, I'm sorry. I don't remember exactly who it was off the top of my head. You were definitely on some kind of fucking wavelength with us. For real. Because, girl. Yes. So my birthday falls on August the 20th, uh, which makes me a Leo. (sighs) Katie's is uh, eight days later. Yes. So a little over a week, but you That's know. That's what, yeah, it's it. like birthday we week. It. But fine. yeah, Katie's is the 28th, so very close, which makes me the Leo. She's the Virgo. Did you ever do your birth chart? Weren't we talking about that? I think I did it a long time ago, but I forgot. I mean, I'm sure I've done a birth chart, but I forgot most of it. Yeah. Because so... I'm that type of witch. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I definitely recommend uh, people to, or, you know, those people, you guys who are listening, why am I struggling over that sentence? I don't know. Uh, you can find free birth charts online. Uh, just Google search it. Yes. And, but the important thing is, like, what makes it different from any other, like, uh, sort of reading is that it's, you kind of have to know the exact time of yes. your birth. So it factors in the time, it factors in your location. Uh, and it gives you just sort of like a, an expanded view of astrology and mm-hmm. your your signs because a lot of people think, oh, well, I'm just a Leo or I'm just an Aquarius or Virgo or whatever. No, it and that's not the case. Yeah. Um, there are many factors and many signs that go into uh, your chart that sort of make you uh, unique. Now I'm suddenly wishing that we had fucking researched birth charts and talked about both of our birth charts on this fucking Well, episode. that's a little self-serving. I mean, it is, but no. <laughs> Let's not talk about, about our... ourselves. Let me just talk to you. Let me just tell you Look, about myself. Let me just tell you about myself for an hour and a half. No. no I mean, like, I don't know. I think they just know about us by now. You, right. But <laughs> They've been listening to us talk about ourselves for however many hours. <laughs> you already know. Yeah. For 27 episodes. No, I think... Um, I just meant like talking about like the rising and like your rising sign. I don't need to research that. I mean, but like I just feel like we so listen. All right, li- yeah, listen. Put more time so here's what it. happens. Here's what happens. Right. So you have your sun sign busted out. You have your sun sign. So for me, it's a Leo. Katie, it's a Virgo. Uh, and you also have what is called your rising sign. Yes. So your rising sign is sort of like the face that you present to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you also have your your moon sign, which is sort of like your inner self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are just your first three. Like you can go into your planetary yeah. charts. You can get into That's like what, what I meant talking about, like the different like, right. But I mean, it's very like, you know, means. you can go into like 
um, what sign um, uh, your Neptune is or your Venus, which talks about uh, a lot of your relationships and love and all of that good stuff. Um, but for me, like, I have a little bit of everything. So I'm a Leo sun, and then I am an Aries moon and a Scorpio rising. <laughs> Didn't we, when we did mine, wasn't it like my, like, I was a Virgo, but literally like fucking everything else except yeah, you for have like a one lot of thing Leo. was Leo? No, you have a lot of Leo <laughs> in your chart. No, she has a lot of Leo in her chart, which makes her a little more Leo than I appear to be sometimes, I, I feel like. I think it depends on like what it is, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I can be... I think I can be very fucking Virgo when I'm dealing with my problems in that I just like get so fucking mired up in details that I'm just like, well, that's it. And always wanting to like be helpful and like right. take care of everybody else. Like that's very Virgo. Right. Um, but pretty much fucking everything else about my personality is Leo. Yeah. As opposed to my mother who weirdly is born four days before me, right in between Kenny and I, and she yeah. is the fucking quintessential Virgo. Yeah, and that's we'll like... We'll never meet another the, Virgo more Virgo than her. <laughs> the three of us sort of make up our own little, like, special Halloween coven, and so it's just really interesting that, like, I'm the God, 20th. we're nerds. Her mother is the 24th. Mother fucking... We're nerds. <laughs> Shut up. I don't give a shit. And Katie is the 28th. We're all four days apart from each other, so... Which is pretty cool. Like, even, yeah, even without know. that, because it's like, yeah, you know... Anyway, no. So it's pretty cute. cool stuff. Definitely, like I'm I trying said, to, I'm trying to be chill about it, but it's cute. It is cute. Just Google search uh, birth charts, um, and you can, if you don't know the time of your birth, like you can do a rough estimate of around like 12 p.m. Sometimes um, that doesn't, that won't always give you an accurate reading, but uh, if you can find out when you were born or if you know, definitely go check it out because it's pretty insightful. So yeah, it's very cool. Um, and if you just Google like free birth chart, you can, you can find it. Literally what I just One of my favorite things said. is to do it on, um, on boys that I like. <laughs> That's like literally the first, so like I meet the guy. I kind of like the guy. <laughs> I clock his birthday, see what his, what his astrological sign is. And then I, you know, just casually bring up. About the second date or so, because I'm not going to waste a lot of my time. I don't have a lot of time to waste. <laughs> Just ask for that uh, hour and minute of, uh, of his birth time on his birthday, and then that's it. Deal is sealed. This is and true, I'm because I'm I, I, all, all that shit out. I'm, I'm subject to this. Like, I have to, <laughs> I have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. I fucking, they're always Pisces, though. Like, at this point, I already know what the fucking birth chart is, because I just can't resist, I literally cannot resist a Pisces. Yeah. It's fine. I have a lot of Aquarians in my life, both my parents and my husband. Uh, something about Aquarians, air signs. I think it's something to do with fire, fire in the air mm -hmm. together. So. Oh, that could be something, though. What? Like, the fire in the air thing being a thing and then for me it's like water and and earth earth yeah because yeah. like water flows through earth mm -hmm. and honey of pisces will flow right through me <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just saying anyway 
Yeah, so Enough that's our that. little segment on birth charts. See, bitch, I told you we didn't need to like. There you go. All right, I got. I just got nervous. I just want to produce quality content, Kenny. <laughs> well, <laughs> they're listening to the wrong podcast. Then <laughs> quality. <laughs> we produce trash. It's fine. Trash talent. Uh, yes. So, uh, we actually, Katie and I actually trash sat down talent. and watched a a film. So this is my like movie recommendation for this episode you cannot do a death day episode without talking about happy Happy death Death day Day. yes so uh this is a new film it came out last year um it's an american slasher film directed by christopher p landon uh starring jessica roth who was uh pretty new to the scene i believe that's her i believe this was her introductory like, Her first big film? Yeah, I think yeah. so. If I'm, I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was. Um, Sorry, girl, if you listen and we're wrong. <laughs> uh, but the film was produced by uh, Jason Blum through Blumhouse Productions. Fuck you. And it follows. We love Blumhouse. Yes, we do. Amen. Amen. So it essentially follows a college student who is murdered on her birthday and begins reliving the day over and over and over and over. And over and over and over again. And if uh, it sounds familiar to you, that's because it's basically the plot of Groundhog Day. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but if you've ever, like, this movie is for everybody who's ever watched Groundhog Day and been like, this would be great with more murder in it. <laughs> Which is me. Right. And Kenny. I mean, essentially. So she sets out to find the killer um, and stop her death. So that's essentially the plot. The plot is she has to try to figure out how to stop her killer, uh, figure out who it is, solve her own murder. Uh, and it was pretty fun. So it grossed about $122 million worldwide on a $4.8 million budget and mm-hmm. received generally positive reviews. And again, a lot of people talked about uh, it's sort of like a merger between Groundhog Day meets Scream mm-hmm. a little bit. Yes, because it does comment on itself, which right. is one and of the did things you that know, I loved about the movie. Uh, the killer's mask was actually created by Tony Gardner, who also created the ghost face mask. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, and also, they're making a sequel, Happy Death Day 2. Yes, I did know that. And they're supposed to be going into more of the why she yeah. fell into a time oh, loop. that's cool. The only thing that was really weird about the film is that her name is Tree. Yes. But it's supposed like it's to be short tree. from, like... Teresa or something is it I think that's what I read but they shortened it to tree but there was a meaning behind that because you're supposed to see growth like no no did you just say that fucking shit that no I'm not no I'm serious I'm dead ass serious they they refer to as tree in the film because of the the way that she grows as a character I fucking hate that so much Oh my god! I loved this movie. Never just take that back. Just fucking rewind that back. Right. <laughs> that is so fucking dumb. I called her tree because she's gonna grow like a. Like a well, she tree. did though. I mean, you do see some great character I development mean, of course, in the film, but you and know. it's one. It's really interesting because, like I said, when we were watching this, it's sort of like a really cool take on Final Girls. It's like the Final Girl yeah. who gets to keep trying yes Yes. (laughs) it's the final girl who failed it's the final girl who cheats man which i mean 
Come on. Let's be real. No, let's be real. We can all talk about how much we are like all final girls and are all badasses, but let's be real. There's a high possibility that we would just go in, guns a blazing, and then just die instantly. Some of us may need a few turns. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm I'm fine with that. Couple but extra I thought lives. That, yeah, but I thought that it was an interesting interesting take on that. So yeah. something that we I really hadn't it. seen before. Yeah, I liked I liked that it commented on the genre. I liked that it commented on slashers. You you guys know that I love. Uh, she loves the commentary. I fucking do, girl. <laughs> like I just I love it. I love smart horror. Um, I love smart horror pretending to be dumb horror Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like i remember when the trailers first came out for that movie that i was so excited to watch it because um it just looked so like it gave me kind of like a a scream vibe you know yeah and i was like this is going to be a really fun movie and it turned out to be a really fun movie i'm not hitting my mic i'm just moving slightly it's fine um no but it uh it was really 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 fun and it did get me like a couple times of like I thought that I kind of had it figured out and then I didn't. Yeah. So it went through several rewrites actually, and it was supposed to because this film was supposed to come out in two thousand seven. Really? Yeah, it was supposed to come out in two thousand seven, oh. and it was tabled. It was originally supposed to star um, who's that girl um, that you who's don't like? That girl. That girl that you don't like. She was supposed to be in Jennifer's. I like. Jennifer's I don't body. like a lot of girls. Jennifer's oh, body. Um, toe thumbs. No, who? Toe thumb girl, Megan Fox. Megan Fox, yeah. With the toe thumbs. Yeah. Have you ever seen her thumbs? No, I have oh, not girl. paid attention no, right to her now. thumbs. Google, Google. No, Megan Fox's I've got a thumbs. bunch of shit on my fo- on my on my screen. I'm not messing it up. I'm in a good I'm in a good space here. How could you refuse? But me? I will pull it up on my phone. Yes, Google Megan Fox thumbs and just take a gander. They ruined one of the Transformers movies because the thumbs became like the meme from that movie. I don't. Did you Google Megan Fox thumbs? Yes. Google, it should be on there. I mean, I don't see anything. Oh. Did her fucking people just expunge her thumbs from Google Images? Because oh it my. used to be all over, right? They look like fucking big toes. It's every picture. <laughs> oh, God. I feel so bad. No, 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 no. We can't do that. That's we can't the do price that. you pay for beauty. We can't do that. It's her the- thumbs are unique. Girl, and I I have toes that look like fucking Vienna sausages. Yes, the fuck I can do that because <laughs> of this you do. beautiful woman. You do. She's like fucking super gorgeous, and I'm over here middling with these Vienna sausage toes. I can do that. <laughs> yes, the fuck I can. Yeah. Okay. Hit me up, Megan okay. Fox. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, what were we talking about? So we were just wrapping up with uh, our movie recommendation for 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 the episode. No, uh, no, it was very good, um, and I thought it was quite insightful. It's a fun little sit. I think it's on. Is it on any streaming services? We should have looked at that. Um. So just find it. You can download it legally. No. <laughs> <laughs> You can watch it legally uh, by ordering it through your TV provider. (laughs) Your your television network provider. provider. Uh, We on the Haunted Heart would just like to say uh, you wouldn't steal a car. 
<laughs> so why would you steal a film? I wouldn't. No, Bloomhouse is fucking awesome. Support them and buy their shit legally. We're we're joking around, but no, I'm, I'm not get actually it on, joking um, around. You can get it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you should definitely buy their shit because they're doing amazing things. Not just in the horror genre, but uh, Bloomhouse actually helped produce Black Klansmen. Which is a oh I didn't know that yes they are fucking powerhouse in that shit they were also involved with Get Out so Bloomhouse is actually doing a lot to like bring uh, African American film to the to the forefront um, which is fucking amazing so support them because the same people that are repping the Halloween uh, movie and franchise now are also like they're the ones who did happy death day they're also the ones who were involved in get out and black Klansmen and like all these really phenomenal films so they're they're doing really good things in the world in general yes so support them give them money yeah so speaking of death and birthdays and death days did you know that that's actually a thing I did. The birthday effect. I did because I emailed myself notes about people who die on their birthdays. Did to, you really? To our fucking joint email box, you oh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't see that. I don't pay attention to your notes. Okay. I don't. I really don't. Okay. Good. I don't. It so, yes. Sacred. While, while she gathers up her notes, very unprofessional, like, you know, she no, should be ready. Bitch. Like I me. notes. She should be ready, like me. Uh... Long fucking pause as he tries to get <laughs> well, his no, shit No, because I'm together. trying to... My shit's up, but I'm not trying to steal your shit. No, um, no that's a thing where... Well, I don't know. I mean, if you researched it, but I just... Um, I know that dying on one's birthday is actually uh, more likely than you might think. Researchers studied more than 2 million people during a 40-year study and found that deaths from heart attacks, strokes, falls, and suicides all increased... And that people turning 60 and older were 14% more likely to die on their birthday. Mm -hmm. Now, that stat sounds really cool when you first read it. But if we really, like, think about this, if we put our haunted heart um, thinking witch caps on, aren't people 60 and older just more likely to die in general? Like, I don't want to be rude. (laughs) But... 14% 14% more likely to die on their birthday, I would buy it, but, like, probably a little bit more likely to die on uh, any day than somebody who's 60 and younger, right? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't do statistics. I mean, as you age, I feel like it's more likely that you're going to die than, like, you know, right? Because your health is getting... Uh, not necessarily. So what were they? Worse. They were saying that like if you like sixteen years or older. No, not sixteen. Sixty. 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 Oh, I thought you said yeah, sixteen. Yeah, the, the stat is that uh, they studied two million. Uh, 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 <laughs> as I choke. No, they studied two million people during a forty-year study, and they found that deaths from heart attacks, strokes, falls, and suicides all increased over a forty-year period. And that people turning 60 and older were 14% more likely to die on their birthday. But, like, oh, your well, fucking so, risk of heart attack, stroke, falls, and suicide, maybe not suicide, but all the rest of them, your risk of it would go up because you're just fucking aging. Like, Well, yeah, but, sorry. So there's, so there's a couple different things that I have here. So studies show that things like alcohol consumption, 
psychological stress uh, related to your birthday, increased suicide risk, terminally ill people trying to hold off till their birthday, uh, and increased mortality salience, which is a fancy word for an increased awareness of one's own mortality, um, are all major factors in this birthday effect. So there are two conflicting thoughts that have been put forward that both rely on psychosomatic effects. So in some cases, you have the terminally ill people, um, as I just mentioned, who use that date as something to hold out for, or a death by date, Mm. if you will. Uh, Mm -hmm. The other thought is that the birthday is a reminder of a person's mortality, which causes an increased stress, which can actually accelerate Mm. death up to or after the person's birthday. And an interesting... Uh, statistic here is that men showed an increased risk of death the week prior to their birthday and for women it was the week after their birthday that's interesting why do you think that is i don't know i have no clue like the difference for the genders what would you say as as a woman i don't know i mean it's hard because I don't really give a fuck about age. Like, I never have. My own or the age of others. Like, I just don't... I don't really pay attention to it, so it just doesn't freak me out. Like, it doesn't weird me out to get older. Um, Oh, it weirds the fuck out of me. Yeah, it just doesn't bother me. Like, I mean, we're all just sacks of water bumbling around the earth anyway. Like, I'm just not worried about it. And maybe that'll change as I get older, but it just doesn't... It's just never been a thing. So for me, like, I don't think there's any, I mean, I guess it could be that people are stressed about getting older because I know that's a big thing. Like, and particularly with women, like age, like we're not fucking supposed to age ever. We're just supposed to be made out of fucking alabaster stone (laughs) and just look perfect always, which is not going to be the fucking case over here. We're going to be in Wrinkle City, honey. Titty's gonna be on the ground. These fucking wrinkled ass, fucking double D heavy ass, sixty years of toting these bastards around. I'm a roll. I'm a unroll them for y'all. Like you're gonna hit one fucking, age, and then they're just gonna just give up. They're like, we're done. Maybe that's and just a, drop. That's actually, um, that's actually the only like cosmetic surgery type thing that I would ever consider is like a breast lift. A breast probably, lift? Yeah. Like I actually have. Well, that would probably be like not even just cosmetic, but like I imagine that that would help you physically. I mean, as a very yeah. well endowed woman, like if they're like, I mean, I could imagine that that would physically put a lot of strain on like your back and stuff like that. So, Well, I, honey, I didn't say a reduction. We I didn't say anything about nothing. a reduction. I said a just, lift. No, nah, but lifting them I don't think is going to help too much. Um, cause it's still the same amount of weight, but it just, yeah, but I feel like it would pull thing. like gravity. It, I mean, yeah. I don't, ha- I mean, I've, I've got man boobies, but <laughs> no, I, um, that's the only co- cosmetic surgery that I would, uh, get, but I mean, we still going, they still going to be rankly. She's still going to have a nail on though. And they going to be in your face. And She's you still going to have a nail. Just look at them. No. So for me, I don't know. It's something about getting older. Cause it's like. Or dying in general. It's not that I'm, like, afraid of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just afraid of... Like, I guess my fear is more in not being present anymore. Hmm. It's more of, like... And I know it's a silly thing to be afraid of, because, like, once you die, like... If you just blink out of existence, then you don't right. exist it's to more be like, upset about the fact that you don't exist. Right. 
Right. Yeah. But I guess it's just that fear of, of going up to it. <laughs> that's like the fear. I guess it's more like you said, a fear of not existing mm-hmm. or being forgotten or being, you know what I mean? Like I never was here ever. And I guess yeah. that's an ego thing as well. Yeah. Um, because there's so many people on on the earth, like, who am I? Uh, people die every day. But in my personal world, like, I don't know. I just don't like the thought of not existing. But. Yeah. I, for me, I guess I just have such a strong um, sense that it, I have such a strong sense in the permanence of life and not necessarily life, but, um, energy. And I don't, I don't, I have never felt like you just blink out of existence and that's it. Like you live an entire life and you have these, um, highs and lows and you have these like crazy meaningful moments of significance. And then you just blink out and it was just all some crazy dream and you don't exist anymore. Like it's never, I've never felt that way. I always have had a really strong sense that the, although our bodies are not permanent and our minds may not even be permanent in conscious thought, the energy that runs through our body is the same energy that runs through the earth and makes the seasons and makes the sunshine and, you know, makes up the moon and like all, all of reality around us is woven from um, the same energy that I think when we die, we join that sort of web that creates reality. And so for me, I've always had a strong sense of that. And so it doesn't, I'm not, at, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm not afraid of death at all. Cause I think that's like not, um, genuine, but it, it just doesn't, it's not some big, scary, unknown thing it for me it's more there's sort of a path but you don't really know the specifics and so there is some degree of you know hesitancy and fear associated with that but Mm -hmm. but I don't I don't worry about it as much I guess because I, I trust in the in the permanence of energy hmm. and of our spirit and what you know, the, and of the collective spirit too. Yeah. So. Well, I think that speaks to like I've we I've discussed this before. Like you, between the both of us, you have more of a connection to that. Yeah. Than I do. I'm a little more connected to the present. Yeah. And here a little bit, an actual life and physical like. You know, being uh, moments, memories, things like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I really cherish those, which is why I have, like, 18,000 pictures on my phone because I just can't stand to to get rid of them. And I am a firm believer that in the future, things like Instagram and social media uh, will be a help uh, for people who suffer from things like Alzheimer's. Yeah. I fully believe that. I've said that from day one. You can note it here on this day. (laughs) I said that, and yeah. I think that that would be an interesting topic topic to research later in the future as, like, social media continues to grow. Like, right. we talk about social media as this, you know, some people get it, give it this nasty, bad rap, but 
that's what I see. Like when I look yeah. at it, I'm like, okay, I don't look at Instagram as just like a meaningless feed. I look at it as like pictures, memory. Like a journal. Yeah, like yeah. a journal, like yeah. a, a, a visual journal. So. Yeah. No, I th- that's a really interesting idea. I think that's very, it's a good way to look at, um, at our social media. Yeah. That's the way that I've always looked at it. That's why I've always been so uh, centered around things like photography and and graphics and stuff like that. Yeah. So. I barely remember any moment of my life at all. Yeah. <laughs> I struggle with being connected to the, the present life sometimes, actually, because I am so, like, into that, like... Like, I can be hanging out and we're just, like, doing nothing and I'm on, like, some fucking crazy-ass, like, spiritual vibe. And we're just watching, like, the Glamzilla show or whatever. Right. Well, I'm so- never going to remember what that show's called. Glam Masters. Glam, Glam Masters. Masters. Right? But I'm just, like, in some totally different fucking plane riding some beautiful spiritual wave with you. Yes. <laughs> in my mind. I've always said, And I'm said, not though- even high on anything. Like, I'm just... I'm, Drug free man, I'm. This is all natural crazy. If I if I go before you, just have me cremated, and you can put my ashes into a, a grow a pumpkin in my ashes, yeah, and light it. And when you light it on Halloween, I'm gonna be there. Oh, I mean, you'd be there anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, I feel so, like it would get really crazy because then I would be like hosting the podcast with you, and I'd be it's just fucking a glowing responding to you, like, and there's just like total flickering. silence. Everyone's <laughs> really worried about me. People start giving to the Patreon so that they can put me in a fucking home so that I will stop doing the For podcast. <laughs> the haunted heart is trying to stop. <laughs> the haunted heart is trying to stop her. <laughs> Help. <laughs> so it. listen in reality going back to this whole idea uh both thoughts uh are true so studies show that those who live in the public sphere so career driven people athletes mm-hmm. etc mm-hmm. fell more into the latter cat the latter category talking about um those that uh become stressed around their mm-hmm. birthday. And I noticed that there are a lot of famous people who have died on their birthday. Right. Potentially exactly. because of that. Yeah. And whereas people in the private sphere, you know, mothers, fathers, family members, whatever, mm-hmm. tend to be in the first category. So that like holding on to something special, that like death by date, because they're holding on mm-hmm. to it and that's what they that's what they're, you know, like a birth date or whatever it is. what they're shooting for. That's what they're shooting for. That's the uh, target. Just like I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be shooting for that Halloween. I'm going to at least get through one, <laughs> motherfucker. Death going to be grabbing me by my ankle and I'm going to say, get the fuck back. He's going to fucking die like on Halloween. It's going to happen, I'm telling you. At the Halloween party. Uh-huh. I'm just going <laughs> to fall dead right there. So, but yes, famous people, Machine Gun Kelly, that oh, gangster yeah. guy. That gangster guy. That gangster you fucking guy. say Machine Gun Kelly like either fucking one of us knows anything about him. Bitch, I know about Machine Gun Kelly. I know that he was, his wife gave him uh, his rap. Like he wasn't even that bad. Really? His wife was like the badass. His wife okay. was the true badass. She what her bought, name was? Uh, his, her name was. Her name was it started Gat with in the a Pocketbook K. Gertrude. No, it started with a, 
I forget. It started with a K, though. It was like a Catherine or like a... Oh, my God. What if it was Caitlyn? No, it wasn't Caitlyn. God damn it. It it wasn't Caitlyn. It started with a K, though. She bought him his first... She bought him his first... Kissing Kate Marlowe. No. (laughs) She bought him his first... um, It was a deep cut. uh, Machine gun and gave him his moniker. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's crime. She was the badass. And murder. But... And then when he went to prison, they all realized, like, oh, he's not that bad. They started calling him Pop Gun Kelly. (laughs) <laughs> in <Damn>. prison <laughs> that's terrible um but i'm not yeah we need to do a uh old, we need to do like a gangster episode that'd mob be cool episode i just one day. i have mm, here's the thing i'm scared of the mob and i just wasn't really into gangsters that much um although if you are kind of into that I, i'm Admittedly well, it's still not. crime, though. Like, it old is. school crime. Like, I don't think Machine it. Gun Kelly is going to be coming for you, Katie. I mean, okay, but you said mob, and mob is, mob is no, still around. No, I'm not around. talking about that, but I'm talking Gangster's about... Gangster's you know different. I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I just school. haven't... I, that type... I know it's still crime and murder and all that, but it's just not... I don't know. It just never really has drawn me very much, the whole, like, gang and mob crime. However, I will put a caveat in for that now because last podcast on the left just did a fucking incredible three-part series on Richard Kuklinski, who nobody's ever fucking heard of. I have never heard of him. Mm. Admittedly, I'm not into the whole mob thing. But that Polish motherfucker, holy shit. You should go listen to that. Yeah. But uh, um, that's well, just my plug. Well, on a lighter note, also William Shakespeare died on his birthday, too. Yes, that's the one that I actually knew. Yeah. I knew that one. Um. Very cool. I mean, it's not cool that he died, but, like, I mean, he had to. Yeah. It was the 1600s, <laughs> girl. To. It's not too soon. He had to. It is not too soon. Not it's at all. It's not too soon. Who else died on their birthday? Um, The artist uh, Raphael died on his birthday. Oh, like the, the Italian the, artist? Yeah. Oh, okay. He died on cool. his birthday. He would have loved me. He painted my body type for years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Ingrid Bergman died on her birthday, August 29th, actually. Did she really? In 1915, yeah. Interesting. And yep. the next day, I was born. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a little bit of a, uh, of a morbid topic this week. Um, uh, we're talking about death. I mean, it goes hand in hand. Well, you know, there's, there's, death and then there's birth and then there's the in-between Ooh, the in-betwixt the in-betwixt the hinterland wait is that it no that's not uh, you said that and i thought of twix candy bar <laughs> left side or right side <laughs> <laughs> no the um i'll always be your right what i'm referring to is coffin births uh, this has been, uh, yeah, yes. I'm... Ah, uh, yes. If you are a member of our Facebook group, and if you're not, then you should, because that's where the party's at. Uh-huh. Search the Haunted Heart Podcast on Facebook. Request to join the closed group. We will approve you unless you're a serial killer or ghost. I'll still Ghosts are maybe optional. Yes. So, in the Facebook group, uh, our girl, Danielle, posted... Um, this really fascinating article on coffin births, and I had never really heard of it that much. Um, and I got to reading about it, and it's really grotesque and awful. Uh, so anybody who has any issues surrounding trigger warning babies, um, 
or anything like that, yeah. or fetuses, you should probably not listen to this segment. It is not for you. We'll see you at the, at the closeout <laughs> for the Stay Spooky uh, goodbye. Stay Spooky sound off. So, um, coffin births are something that have been happening for hundreds of years, as long as people have been dying. Coffin and births have been birth. happening. <laughs> yes. So the scientific E name for it is postmortem fetal extrusion. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't sound much better when you put it in those terms. Um, so basically, when a human body, when a human dies, right, the body decomposes. We've all seen, um, like, pictures of... <laughs> I almost said we've all seen pictures of body farms. I don't really think that that's something that body we've all farms? seen. Body farms? Do you know what that is? I know what that is. That's where people like who donate their body to science, yes. and then they they study how bodies decompose. Yes. So they're so just laid just, out. Like, bodies outside. laid out. Yeah, decompose. Terrifying to study. Um, I don't think we've all seen that. <laughs> I think we've maybe been I've researching seen it. for too long. I've seen pictures. I know, but like you're here with me doing this show, so I think that um, we're a little. It's different. just a given. Yeah. So um, as a human body decomposes, gases build up in the human body uh, as part of the decomposing uh, process. And sometimes those gases will build up and build up. Um, and that's when you see like the distended bellies and all that. Uh, eventually, all those gases are forced out through various orifices that we have. And then we're all deflated and then we decompose and get eaten and whatever so and our energies absorb into the earth oh the energy's left long before that <laughs> that's why that's why corpses are so creepy is because there's not that inner that spirit that energy is not there dead. that that's what makes them creepy that oof there's no life that oomph is not there that oof. that x factor yeah so <laughs> the <that> x factor <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> not with you <laughs> i don't know what is she just doesn't have it she does not have it oh my god life <laughs> okay so this is the natural process the natural way of things as we decompose the situation with a coffin birth is created when a pregnant woman dies as the gases build up in the body, um, they there eventually creates so much pressure that the fetus is expelled from the body. Um, a lot of times, I was reading that um, a lot of times just in women, like women who are not pregnant, who die, the gases that build up inside their body can be so um, pressurized that when they're finally expelled, it turns the uterus inside out. Ooh. And it creates, um, sometimes it actually like pushes the uterus out of the body in what's called a prolapse. That actually can fucking happen while you're alive, and it's, oh, yeah. it's fucking horrifying. Yeah. Mm -mm. So um, just a PSA from the haunted heart, if anything is ever coming out of you that looks like it should be inside you, Immediately Your go uterus, to the doctor. Xenomorph. <laughs> don't fucking don't fuck around with it. Don't yeah. try to push it back in. Go to the fucking doctor. Mm -hmm. That's just me trying to make the world a better place. Anyway, um, so similarly in a pregnant woman, the gases build up, the uterus is like turned inside out, um, sometimes expelled from the body, 
And the fetus that the pregnant woman was carrying is then expelled from the body. And so back in the olden days, like people get really creeped out because they're thinking, okay, this dead, this dead woman just gave birth, right? Yeah. She is some type of crazy supernatural entity. Um, and then they also would think that uh, potentially the woman was buried alive. Oh, yeah. And they yeah. gave like a live birth. Um, yeah. And then died after that she was buried alive because that was a big concern back in the day. Um, but they think now that uh, science thinks now that it was just a result of the gases that build up in the body naturally. Uh, because a lot of times this will happen with women who um, it wasn't known that they were pregnant. And so then it, you know, becomes this whole thing. So cases have been recorded since the 16th century. Um, so clearly, but clearly it was happening before that because I'm sure that there were pregnant women who died prior to the 16th century, (laughs) probably a lot of them because living was hard back then. It was hard. It was hard. So there are some cases where the remains of the fetus, um, have been found separate from the body of the mother, but the expulsion was not through the birth canal. Um, so it doesn't technically count as a coffin birth, but I thought that we would look at a couple of those cases um, just to be morbid. Sure. Why not? Let's look at it. So in April 2003, the body of Lacey Peterson washed up on shore near San Francisco Bay. She had been pregnant when she disappeared four months earlier, and the fetus that she was carrying was discovered on a separate beach entirely. Ooh. So when questioned by the media, medical authorities initially speculated that a coffin birth could have occurred. However, at autopsy, her cervix was to be found like in normal condition. Like it wasn't, it didn't look like a normal coffin birth where there was a lot of pressure that built up and things got pushed out. Um, Medical examiners later concluded that while her body was in the bay, the skin over her abdominal cavity actually ruptured due to that pressure that built up. Mm -hmm. And seawater entered the cavity and washed out most of her internal organs along with the fetus. Mm. Yeah. Um, In 2007, a 23-year-old woman in India, over eight months pregnant, unfortunately hanged herself after her contractions had already begun. So a viable infant was actually delivered from her body as she was hanging. Oh, the healthy infant was found on the floor, still tethered to the body of its mother by its umbilical cord. That is so horrible and nightmarish. Yeah. Like it's just awful. That is that like I couldn't even just... like I've I've seen a lot of shit, right? Yeah. Like yeah. horror movies, but like that has mm-hmm. like slapped me in the face right now. Yeah. But, I mean, the good news of that case is that the baby was healthy yeah. and the baby lived. Um, yeah. So, the, the, basically what they said was that the primary cause of the delivery was that it was basically like a normal delivery because her contractions had already started. Um, and so, then the delivery came soon after that, which is good because, that, you know, if the baby hadn't, if it hadn't been like a smooth delivery, then it may have been a sadder story yeah. for the baby. Um, than it already is. It's a pretty sad story. Anyway, um, so this obviously 
was out, uh, ruled out as a coffin birth because it wasn't related to the normal process of decomposition. It was more like a normal birth. Mm. Um, although completely different from a normal birth. Um, so the third case and the last case that we'll look at um, is in 2008 in Germany, a 23-year-old woman in her third trimester was involved in a motor vehicle accident and she passed away. The non-viable fetus was found between her feet. Um, the vehicle apparently caught fire following the initial impact and the woman was unable to escape due to her internal injuries and she, you know, passed away. Mm. So investigators came to the conclusion that the extreme heat of the fire actually burned away epidermal and subcutaneous tissue around the abdominal cavity, after which point the anterior aspect, meaning like the back of the uterus, ruptured. Um, which caused the fetus to spill out of the uterine cavity and land on the floor between her feet. Uh, the umbilical cord was still intact and connected to the fetus, um, or connected the fetus to the placenta through the ruptured wall of the uterus. Um, unfortunately, even though the fetus didn't survive, it was relatively undamaged um, from the fire, which is kind of interesting because the whole cart was on fire. Right. But the fetus was right, undamaged, right. they said. Um, so because the primary cause of the separation from the mother's body was, um, traumatic rupture of the abdominal cavity, um, induced by the fire, this wasn't classified as a normal coffin birth, um, because it didn't involve passage of the fetus through the birth canal. So that's really the key for coffin birth is it's going through the birth canal. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not the... Uh, the abdomen rupturing um, and the baby or it's the fetus like, coming yeah. out that way. It's the birth canal. Yeah. And like you said earlier, like it, this is like, it's been going on for like, this is a process that has happened for ages. Right. So. Yeah. I mean, I as there long as there when... have been women that are dying, <laughs> you know, you've well, had this yeah, issue. but I mean, as far as like, it's been since I guess people have, discovered it or whatever like it i don't know it's just so morbid it is and and it was one of those things where like people a couple people so danielle posted the article and then we all talked about it and like a couple people wanted us to cover it and i looked at it for a while and stared at it for a really long time because that happened a couple weeks ago and i was like how am i gonna fucking talk about this it's so morbid and dark and awful um but then, you know, that's also what we talk about. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah, there was one case, and though. And it's fascinating. Because I remember way. reading, like, when that subject was first brought up, um, there was uh, bones discovered uh, of a woman who had was between the ages of, like, 25 to 35, I believe. But mm -hmm. they discovered the bones of a fetus, like, in between mm -hmm. her legs. So, like, the mm -hmm. legs were... The legs were would have still been inside her, but the the head and the the mm. torso were out. Mm -hmm. So that's how the bones were discovered. But she, the lady had like a mysterious uh, uh, hole in her head, so it was like a big mystery of like what happened, mm. what happened to her, and um, they think what happened to her was that um, she went through uh, like a medical procedure, like an old like. <laughs> This mm. old procedure, I think they call it um, trepanation. So it's essentially like where they crudely 
like drill a hole yeah in your skull to uh cure you know like if you've got a fever yeah just fucking make some more room it's fine you know if you her got head a fever, hurts let's just make more room for her brain you know you got some pressure you got a headache drill a hole in it Fuck right that oh they used to do terrible 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 things to women oh god yeah and one day we'll do an episode on that and i will just get sad drunk and we'll talk about it yeah so i guess they thought that she was suffering from like complications in pregnancy so they thought that let's just drill a hole in her head and so you know that didn't work out too well uh and so archaeologists discovered those bones and that she had given birth after the fact Mm. so yeah that sounds good old european middle ages for you yeah that sounds like it would qualify as a uh coffin birth because the birth canal was involved in such. If I was an at-risk pregnant woman in, like, the mid middle ages, I'd just be like, nah, bruh, I'm good. Let me, I feel fucking fabulous right you now. You go in and Can you I got, like, you? you sneeze and then, like, a doctor looks at you. No, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. I mean, to be honest, like, yeah, it was like that for pregnant women, but just women in general, like, the fucking weird shit that they, um, we haven't talked about this, we, we haven't done a pod light on this podcast uh, so I don't want to talk about it too terribly much, but the We're All Mad Here podcast, they did a really cool series on, like, weird diseases that women used to be diagnosed with. Mm. And, like, the fucking weird treatments that they would give these fake diseases, which is, like, I think being too excitable is one of them. Liking sex too much oh, is yeah, also another totally. one. And I was, like... Yeah, you can't be a woman and like but, sex too much. What's wrong with you? Well, they would... You know what the cure was, though? No, what? Yeah, that's probably to get fucked. The cure, yeah, the cure was like sperm, like literally just like consuming sperm or having it on your body somewhere. And I was like, I don't really think that that's gonna cure somebody who really likes sex. Like that just sounds oh, like giving them what they want. Oh, to be a doctor back then. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's like one of my that favorite sounds, memes that where it's like, like when you make up the treatment for like your own illness, like right. you fake sick and you make up your own treatment. That's like it's that like one of my me. favorite memes where it's like it's so good to be. It would be so cool to be an old timey doctor. You know, someone comes in with a headache <laughs> and it's like you got ghosts in your system. <laughs> should you should do <laughs> cocaine about it? Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> I know that means so good. No, we could have been ghosts. This would have been a medical ghosts podcast or back doctors. in the day. Doctors. Well, ghost doctors. Maybe that's a maybe that's a subject for another episode. <laughs> ghost doctors. Old timey medical weird practices. Cures. Well, you know, laudanum was basically like fucking weed and like cocaine and like also meth i don't know <laughs> i don't think so no i think that was a little heavy but it was like paint thinner and like weed and because i i saw um i went to texarkana once to have said that i was there and i had a course while i was there it was very nice smoking the bandit if anyone knows that film probably not our audience is a little young for that however um, I saw this really cool, I toured this museum and there was this really cool like doctor's kit from the 1800s and they had all these vials in there and I can't remember the name of the medicine. It wasn't laudanum, but it was, it was some vial or something. And I like took pictures of this kit and I was looking it up later and that medicine was basically like some crazy hallucinatory drugs 
oh, with sure. al- like soaked in alcohol and it was like for headaches. And I was like, bitch, you're not even going to know that you have a fucking head at all after you take that shit. I bet it worked too, but probably also killed you at 27. Probably also killed you. Yeah, exactly. Your head can't hurt if you dead. You know what though? You know what though? What? That's kind of true. I mean, the logic is sound, but I just think like, you know, in practice, that's just not going to, you're not going to have a whole lot of patience to work on. Right. After. So. So that was, so that's our episode. <laughs> so bye. <laughs> Let me try to bring this back. To reel this shit show back in. That was incredible. <laughs> I also, now that Katie has given half of the information that we'll have for our doc, old-timey know, doctor right? episode. <laughs> it's just going to be, old-timey doctor episode will just like, be a rewind of this one. We'll just replay it. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, we, we're going to start ending the show like that. We're just going to be like, bye. Bye. Click off. Bye. No, we... Um, we have some invocations to do for do. our Patreon. Um, so we, uh, as part of our Patreon, um, benefits, um, we like to recite, invoke, give power to, um, the names of our Patreons, period, patrons. I still haven't fucking figured it out. Patrons. The names of our patrons on patreon.com, uh, every so often. We just like to do this as a thank you and to send you guys goodwill because you support us and you're amazing. Um, as long as you contribute $1 or more, we will read your name on the show. We light a single candle for you as sort of your welcome to the family. And we have two new Patreons this week. Patrons. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> Patrons this week who we are lighting candles for. So we'll save those for last. Yeah. So do you just want to do one by one? Sorry, this is our, we're new here and we're mm. um, absolute garbage. So just, yeah, we're figuring it out. All right. Yeah. So Katie L. Amy S. Danielle Z. Hey girl. Christy W. Alicia C. Also, hey girl. Hey girl to everybody. Are you just going to hey girl everybody? <laughs> Minor. K. And. Now we're in our new. Carrie. And Donna. From the APC podcast for whom we are lighting a candle. All right. And we are sending all the good vibes. And also for Amy S. Yay. Thank you guys so, so, so much for giving to the Patreon. You guys are awesome. Um, if you like what we do and you think that you want to support us, um, every dime that goes to the Patreon gets put back into the show, into creating more t- content for you guys. Um, there's a lot that we want to do and a lot of growth that we see in the works. Um, so if you're able to help and we bring a smile to your face at any point during your week, um, 
feel free to leave a little comment on the dress for your Yo. girl and your boy. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming up in the works that we're working we on. I'm so excited for it. Like, we are getting into September and October. Like, Y'all that's know Haunted of... Heart gonna do it up for October. Listen, I'm gonna Y'all tell you what. So, that's, that's another thing. Like, we always take, like, every year, the start of our birthdays is sort of like... The start the of the Halloween start season. of the season. So, like, it I mean, starts it with... Ends, I mean, it, yeah, but, like... <laughs> but it's sort of, like... It's, like, the moment. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, like, the official, yeah. like... Because it's, like, I open it and you mm-hmm. close it. Like, the... Um, you know, the whatever you want to call it. The invocation that brings forth fall. The portal fall. to Halloween. <laughs> the portal to Halloween or the, the the energy that brings forth fall. Like, it mm-hmm. starts with me, closes with you, and then we begin the season. Yeah. Uh, so it's a very special time for us. So we've got a lot of really cool things planned um, coming up in September that I cannot wait to, to share with, with you guys. guys. Yeah. Like, I'm it's, The hardest so part is excited. not telling you guys about it. It really is. Like, I'm... But no, just get ready. It's going to be super fucking cool. Hang on to your tits. Get ready. Yes. Um, in order to stay abreast on all of these news... Do you like what I did there? I, I like what you did I was there. so excited about that that I fucked up the rest of the sentence. <laughs> in order to stay on top of all the Haunted Heart news, you know what you got to do. You got to get on that social media. You got to start making your Alzheimer's journal. (laughs) As Kenny said. And follow us at the Haunted Heart Podcast on Instagram, at the Haunted Heart on Twitter. And on Facebook, you can search for us, the Haunted Heart Podcast. We are a closed group. You can request to join. We will approve you, like we said before. Yep. Unless you're a serial killer, ghosts are on a a case-by-case basis. Just depends on which one you're on. Depends on if you're a ghost of a serial killer. Uh, True. Can't have that loophole. Very true. So join us there. The Facebook group is very cool. Everyone there is awesome. And it's a really fabulous community that we are just excited to be a part of, frankly. Yes. Uh, send us your emails. Definitely shoot us something over at the Haunted Heart. Email us. Email us. Uh, slide in them DMs. Gmail, girl. The Haunted like, Heart Podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mail us a letter if you want. We don't have a, I don't a have an address. We can't you. do that, Katie. It's fine. We'll have one eventually. We'll have we'll have one when we have an assistant. It's good. Assistant? Oh, okay. Still not <laughs> it just there. just echoes into the darkness. Still. Into the Hello, darkness, darkness of the Navidson house. friend. <laughs> um, we didn't forget about the book club. I just want you to know. We're working on our book. There's going to be more news on that on the Facebook group. If you haven't heard about the Haunted Heart book club, we are reading House of Leaves, and you should read it with us. Join our Facebook group to get more details. Yep. All right. All right. And that's it for our episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this day, this evening, on your morning drive, wherever. Thank you whenever. for celebrating our birthdays and our yes. death days with us. Thank you. So, all right. We love you. Until next time. Stay, stay spooky. spooky.